This is Just a Thought, a podcast for parents ready to change their mind and change their lives. This podcast is packed full of the one thing that will change your life, your parenting, and your relationships. Don't believe me? It's just a thought. I'm your host, Christina Stead, and this is episode 17, Trapped. Okay, y'all, podcasting is hard this week, but you know what? I do hard things, that's what. So here we go. Some days, when there is stuff all over the floor, in the sink, and all over the counters, and my girls keep saying they are hungry, and we don't have food I want to eat in our fridge, and the dirty laundry's piled high, and our closets and dressers are empty like the fridge, and I hear my kids arguing in the bedroom, I sometimes feel trapped. I feel stuck. I feel despair. I feel like I've failed, and I want to run away and start over. I forget that I get to choose to do whatever I want. I start to feel and think really extreme thoughts when I'm hanging out with the belief that I'm a victim to my circumstances and that life is really hard. I think I'd be happier if I was doing something else. Maybe I should send my kids to public school. Maybe I should get a job. Maybe I should move to a third world country where I can live in a dirt hut. Then I'd be happy. Maybe. Our circumstances can feel powerful. They can feel debilitating. They can feel alluring. They appear to be the thing we need to change to feel happy. But all circumstances are neutral. They are not the key to happiness, and they do not make us feel better. They are what a fly on the wall would see and hear. They are actually pretty boring until we think thoughts about them. We bring life to our circumstances with our thoughts. We bring drama into it. What ultimately matters about our circumstances is what we decide to think about them. And sometimes it can seem confusing. Our opinions about things often feel so true and correct, and perhaps they are for us. But sometimes they might not be. Sometimes our thoughts might convince us that in order for us to show up and be the person we want to be or do the things we want to do, Others or even things need to be controlled and manipulated and be perfect. Then we can show up and do what we feel is right. That's what we think sometimes. But when we make our circumstances responsible for our feelings, we often feel trapped and desperate. Our husbands, our wives, and our children, our parents, our friends, they all go in the circumstance line. So just like I've mentioned before, when we make them responsible for our feelings, we give up that leverage on our experience. It's like, was it Eleanor Roosevelt who said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. This is what she was talking about. We might say, my husband was so angry today. And we might feel like that was true and that that was the circumstance. And maybe we'd have thoughts about whether or not he should be angry and what it means about us. But that statement, my husband was so angry, would go in the thought line on a model. The circumstance is found by answering the questions, 
What made you think your husband was so angry? Did he roll his eyes? Did he say words? Did he walk away? Those are the circumstances. Here are some thoughts that sometimes get confused as circumstances. I have to do everything for my family. My husband does whatever he wants. If I was more organized, then I would be successful. If my husband helped around the house more, I wouldn't feel so tired. If my wife wasn't so moody, I wouldn't feel like such a failure. If my kids weren't so messy, I wouldn't have to spend so much time cleaning. All of those are thoughts, and they can be flipped. For example, instead, I could think, I don't do everything for my family. That's impossible. But I love what I do, and I choose to do what I can. Or, my husband can do whatever he wants, and I can do whatever I want. I literally don't have to do any of it, and it's awesome. If I've been choosing to spend all my time at home with my kids, cooking and cleaning or scrolling Facebook all day, I have chosen to do all of it. And I can stop right now and ask myself, do I want to keep doing these things? Why am I doing them? Do I like my reasons for doing them? By changing what I think and do, I don't change my worth. It won't make me more happy. My thoughts are what will make me happy or sad or whatever, but changing what I think will change my results. My brain initially wants to convince me that I have to do all the things, that this is just the way life is, that it's a circumstance, but I am the only one limiting me. I get to create my life, and so do you. Do you like what you're creating? What do you want to keep? What do you want to change? Do you ever think that if you did what you really wanted to, that it would hurt your family or yourself or something else in some way? What if you're wrong about that? I'm not saying you are, but it's worth considering. What if taking time to play or to work or to walk or to rest or whatever it is that you want to do, what if that is exactly what your family actually needs from you for you to show up as you taking care of you whenever i say what if i have the crap brothers running through my head saying what if anyway i feel empowered when i realize that i can choose how i react to the situations i'm in right now this summer our ac went out from something like the beginning of august to the middle of september in Texas, and it was hot. Usually I like to be hot, but even I kind of got sick of it, and I had a lot of thoughts about the situation. We could have gotten it fixed faster, but my husband and I decided that we would rather save our money and wait it out so that our home insurance would cover it, so that's what we did. But there was a week or two when I was not okay, I was annoyed and bugged and I felt like it was all stupid that we didn't have AC and the insurance company was slacking. And I also felt embarrassed and I thought I could read people's minds and I figured they were all thinking, look at Dave and Christina. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to adult. They don't know how to get an AC fixed. 
And then I felt annoyed with everybody because I knew what they were thinking. Or so I thought. But at one point I got tired of being so miserable. So I thought about our options. We could do a lot of things. And I realized that although we were choosing to wait on our insurance company, there were lots of other things I could do in the meantime. Like hang out with friends at their houses. Hang out at the pool. Stop worrying about what other people were thinking. So now that our AC is fixed, it's really nice and it was funny because for the first couple of days I just felt so luxurious walking around without sweat all over me. (laughs) But even with it fixed, I still have plenty to worry about and whine about and complain about because my brain is just looking for pleasure and the path of least resistance. And honestly, I wasn't made to be happy all the time. I was made to experience life, the good, the bad, the happy, the sad. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I love this thought from Meg Johnson. The hard road is paved with plenty of sad, and we often want to skip the rockier parts. So we pray for miracles to bypass the pain, frustration, and difficulty. But God doesn't always, or even often, grant us those major miracles that we want. Instead, he withholds those and gives us what we really would ask for if we only knew what was available. So a final thought from me. Doing what you don't want to do, but want the results of, is going to be uncomfortable. But we can get used to being uncomfortable today if we want comfortable results tomorrow. We can want what is now and dream and work and try for what could be tomorrow. This is Christina Stead, and this is Just a Thought. 